Evening Hot Dog Podcast in 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Welcome to the Odd Dad Out Podcast, where normal is not my specialty. I am your host, the... I can't come up with something today. Adam Higgins, the Odd Dad Out. And this is the show where I rant and ramble and tell you about whatever's going on in my head. I tell you about some stupid people in the news, and I teach you about a podcast that I think you should check out because I like doing those sort of things. And I actually have a full show today with some stories and a jackass of the week and some podcast stuff to talk about. But first, I have to kind of get this bit out of the way. So again, it's one of those if you follow me on social media sort of things. But I don't remember. I honestly, again, when I push stop on the recording, sometimes my brain just goes control, alt, delete, and I, I blank some things I've mentioned. But I don't know if I've mentioned before, our kind of family thing that we do together, we don't watch sports. I mean, my wife is a, is a football fan, but she's been so busy with school stuff. She, her Sundays are spent doing homework stuff, not watching football. And I don't care about sports so it's it's a it's a weird thing we've got (laughs) but the thing that we do as a family is watch battle bots yes i realize i'm a nerd i the last two weeks of shows should have at least uh, prepped you for that but yeah we're but we we love the the whole experience of, of watching people with remote control robots just destroying each other. <laughs> and if you've ever gotten into it, it's just cool. It just is. It's a cool thing to watch. And so we've gotten really excited this season or even last season because we've been watching it for a while. <laughs> we actually watched the entire last season of BattleBots while we were on vacation. That's it. I mentioned it during vacation talk. But yeah, we, we've gotten really caught up, like really into it this season. And it was really funny because the big, like kind of end of the season, the, the, well, I guess you could call it the playoffs are going just started and it's all pre-recorded and all that sort of stuff. But as far as what's going on air right now, the playoff stuff, their big uh, final 16 bot tournament just started and we all have our favorite bots, but this video that my wife got of our little bug <laughs> watching that first round of, of the battle bots was, it was just heartbreaking. <laughs> That's all I can say. poor buggy so if you couldn't make that out uh, his favorite bot on BattleBots is witch doctor and witch doctor basically got very whooped in 
that first fight. And so he's just begging, please, please don't die. And I actually sent that a, a video of him watching this on uh, Instagram, which was actually responded to and liked and responded by the drivers from the team for Witch Doctor and the official battle bots instagram and and a couple other bot drivers which was just really cool and so if you're curious you can find me on instagram find the little thingy or if you're just curious what this little crazy killer robot looks like it's actually the crazy killer robot that's in the uh episode art but i had to get that out of the way because it was just it was a fun heartbreaking thing we get very emotionally invested in our robot fighting what can i say we all have our favorite bots and we were totally part of the uh, hashtag justice for duck movement uh, about a week or so ago if you follow BattleBots, you totally understand anyway <laughs> moving right along to the main ramblings of today so, I've talked about in the past, our other big family thing that we like to do together is we like to go to the food truck festival. They do this, they didn't do them all summer, and I think it really had more to do with it's just bloody hot, and so they didn't do it. But now that it's, it's autumn and it's cooling down-ish, it's, you know, 95 degrees, not 105 degrees. They started them back up. And so this just this past weekend, we had our first food truck festival of the fall. 20-ish food trucks there at the Surprise Fields, which is just it's just a great place to go. It's basically a big soccer field full of food trucks. And this time, because we've gone to these a few times and we've kind of left disappointed. And it's and it really went more to we weren't really prepared, and I think that was just kind of the the problem was you know what the first time we went it was just a cool experience and hey we're gonna go check out all these food trucks because my wife had started kind of getting into different food trucks because of work sometimes there would be food trucks like taco trucks there and when we went to the hoop dancing festival there was a fry bread truck and my wife just fell in love with fry bread especially from the emerson's fry bread truck and their uh like prickly pear sunrise drink which is just amazing but they are a very busy truck they aren't very frequently at the festival that they do uh, the sundays in the park as they call it um and so we're like but we still go because there's so many you know you have 20 food trucks lined up and you've got Places that serve barbecue and places that serve grilled cheese and burgers and and funnel cakes and there's, there's a Hawaiian food place and and tons of ice cream places and tons of just a huge variety of different types of food you can get and they're all in a great big ass line across the soccer field. So we go to this first couple of times we were just so overwhelmed we're like okay well let's see all of who's here and go and see what we want to get. And it was just a case of, okay, well, let's look at this truck. Well, what do you want? I don't know. What do they have? I don't know. And we did that. And then we went to 
food stock, which was a couple months later, which was this massive out at the Peoria Sports Complex, which is just like the name sounds, it's this massive multi-purpose uh, sports facility that had 80 some odd food trucks there. It was this massive thing. We actually had to pay to get into this one. Normally, the one here in town is free, but that one, yeah, I think it was like five bucks a person or whatever. But went to that thing and so overwhelmed. And when you've got that many food trucks out there, you've got a lot of repeat sort of trucks. So you've got 10 different trucks that are all doing ice cream and you've got three or four fry bread trucks and you've got four or five places doing Philly cheesesteaks. You know, a, you know, a bunch of burger places, a bunch of taco stands, you know, a bunch of different like Chinese food or Thai or whatever, just everything, like almost every food truck in town in the Valley was at this event and including all of our favorites from before. And so you know, we, there were places we went, but it was a case of okay, well, it's just so much and there's so many and you don't necessarily want to travel all the way over. But, you know, you'd go to a place and you'd buy a thing and then you're full. But I want to go there too. And I want to go to that one and I want to go to this one. And you're too full to eat anything else and you're, you're, you've spent a bunch of money and maybe you took a chance on a truck and you didn't know because like I say, there's, there's, four fry bread trucks and if you didn't already have that one picked out that like we go to that's our favorite but if you go to that food truck over there that's doing the same thing you're like well i don't know which one i've got truck a b and c uh i'll take i'll take c grab c and you find out oh that's wasn't very good and then you find, oh you should have gone over to this one this one's a lot better well you've already spent the money and you're just kind of at a loss and I really, when you've got so many trucks, it's just maddening. And, or you just don't know exactly what their menu is. You don't know what varieties of stuff. It's like, oh, that's a, it's a, it's a burger place, but you know, they have all these weird, crazy burgers or, you know, it's, it's a, it's a quesadilla shop and they've got 20 different types of quesadillas. I'm like, what? <laughs> So you never, you never really know if you don't prepare. And this time my wife decided we're going to go and prepared. She looked up the, uh, the list of all the trucks that were going to be at the Sundays in the park this last week. And not only did she research all the trucks and what do they do? She also looked up their menus and their prices. And basically put a menu together of you know, like laying out our day because my wife loves lists. And she laid out and we decided, okay, we're going to go to all of these. And it was probably 12 trucks. No lie. And we basically laid out like, we're going to go here first. Now there's a the lemonade truck that we go to. They do fresh squeezed lemonade and they do this blue cherry gummy bear lemonade. And I think I've talked about it before. Well, this truck has this massive line all the time. And if you don't get in there first, you're going to, you're, you're losing half your day. I'm, it's not an exaggeration. It took almost 20 minutes 
for my wife to get three lemonades. She was the third person in line. It just takes a long time when with their system and the fact that we ordered the most complicated one there. But their line just goes slow. You stand in that line forever. So what do we do? And we got there early. We were ahead. Of, we were there like a lot of people before the gates even opened. And so we're just sitting there waiting for the gates to open. And we go and first thing we do, find a table, get in line for lemonade. <laughs> but we had it laid out like, okay, we're going to get appetizers here. Like we're going to go get churros and pretzels over here as an appetizer while she's grabbing lemonades. And then, all right, what are we going to get for the boys? And we decided every place we go is going to be a sharing thing. We're going to go get like, oh, we're going to go to the burger place. Well, we're going to split that one burger among all four boys. And then we're going to go to go over to this place. And that's also going to get shared among all the boys. And we're going to go over for and get a Philly cheesesteak. And we're going to split that between us. And then, all right, we've all had an entree course here. (laughs) All right, now a dessert round. And let's go get mini donuts. And let's go get um, uh, whipped cheesecake. And let's go get this thing. And let's go, okay, no, let's go over there. And we had it all laid out to where we would get the most variety of trucks because that always kind of bit us before is we'd want to go to all these places, but we'd usually, you know, you'd buy a whole thing, a whole item at a place and it's not cheap and you end up spending a lot of money that just kind of hurts you. And then you're full, whether or not you're satisfied necessarily, you're full and then you can't enjoy the rest of the trucks and you just feel like, and in our case, we got four boys we're dragging around. So it makes it difficult to really explore because the kids are getting restless and they want to run around and they want to do all this crazy stuff. And so it gets tedious and it gets difficult to, to, you know, explore and check out places. But again, we were, this time we were prepared. (laughs) We had, like I said, we had, all right, we're going to get appetizers and here's an entree and here's a dessert round. And then we're going to get another like second entree and we're going to go it's like we're going to go from this dessert and then we're going to go over there and try that thing and then we're going to go back for this dessert and we're going and it was you know back and forth and and enough little things to fill everybody up and try all a ton of different things and like i i kept telling my wife like there's too many things we've got like four dessert rounds here there's no way we're going to hit all these places and there were some of them that she just no i have to get this like we have to go to the fry bread truck We've got to get fry bread. We've got to get this. We've got to get this. We've got to get this. I think we had intended to go to a quesadilla place. Didn't get it. Um, We got the fry bread. Ended up not eating it because we were just too stuffed. (laughs) Um, I didn't. I was, you know, planned on getting funnel cakes because come on, there's funnel cakes. Who doesn't love funnel cake? And we we never got to it. (laughs) But. Yeah, we we ate our fill. And it was funny because, you know, it's okay, it's getting late. We're like, okay, it's already about 6.30. We've been there for two and a half hours. Eating our fill. The boys have been playing. Had a great time. Nobody was especially troublesome. And that's always kind of a hassle when we go out and do these sort of things is somebody gets too rowdy or somebody's not listening or 
maybe when you say it's time to go, they don't want to cooperate. And so we didn't have any of that trouble this time, which was great. But it was kind of funny because we got to, like I said, about 6.30. We've been there for two and a half hours. We've all eaten our fill and we realized we still have almost half of our list to go through. And we're like, all right, I'm going to go get the fry bread because we have to get the fry bread. Again, we ended up not eating it. We were just too stuffed. We got it on principle. We have to get it. And we just, nobody could eat it. We get all the way home. And again, Surprise is a relatively small city. And we live very close to the stadium. And so we got home and we're like, all right, you know, older boys, make your lunches for tomorrow. I was like, hey, you get in the shower, you make your lunch. And then, you know, when he gets out of the shower, he makes his lunch, you go get in the shower and everybody get ready for bed. Get the little boys ready for bed, do all this stuff. And after we got home, my wife and I realized that through all of the trucks and everything we had done and you know, cheesecake and Philly cheesesteaks and grilled cheese and burgers and mini donuts and, and churros and all of the things we had. We, uh, me and her never actually had like major entree. We actually ended up basically having a ton of, of snacky stuff and desserty stuff while we were there. But the boys had all the entree type stuff. So we made, the boys were fed and they'd ate more than junk. But we realized all we had actually eaten was uh, we split a Philly cheesesteak. And I'm going to say right now and get this out of the way. I've never had a positive experience with a Philly cheesesteak. And I think I've said this before when I talked about all this stuff. But every time I've gone, I've, I've always wanted to have a good Philly cheesesteak. And I've never had one. Every time it's been like, oh, the bread was like dry and stale or the meat was dry and bland. The cheese was bland. Something, there was always something fundamentally wrong with this absolute basic sandwich. You know, it's bread, meat, cheese. And if you want the peppers and onions, I don't want peppers and onions. I'm just a meat and cheese person. I know there are purists out there that are going to scream at me. I'm sorry, but that's me, but I've never had a positive experience. I've never had a good Philly cheesesteak, one that I really enjoyed, but I wanted one. I was like, I know the potential of this sandwich. There wouldn't be so many people in the world who swear by this is one of the greatest basic sandwiches ever if it wasn't good, if properly done. So I wanted to have one and we found one, (laughs) the place we went, it's a truck called Philly up. And they just, they have more variety in their fries than their sandwiches. It's like you can get a a cheesesteak on a roll, or you can get it as a flatbread with or without peppers and onions. That's it. But the thing with them is they made their own cheese sauce. So it's not like, oh, we're going to throw a couple slices of cheddar or provolone or cheese whiz or whatever cheese you choose to put on. They have some sort of white cheese sauce like consistency of cream gravy. Oh my God. Deliciousness that they put on this that I was like, Nope, they win. And the meat was juicy and tender and it just soaked into the bread so well. And it was delicious. And we both were just, Oh, so 
after we've gone home and had this realization that we never actually ate dinner ourselves, the boys ate, we didn't. <laughs> We're like, all right, you finish getting the boys in bed. I literally jumped back in the car because at this point it's about 7.30. It's, it's a little after 7, 7.30. The event closes at 8. I jumped back in. I got back into the same parking spot I'd left from. <laughs> Parked at the same spot we were in. Walk right back in. Walk back to the grilled cheese truck and get my wife this sandwich that she was eyeing from earlier in the day. And I walk back over to the Philly cheesesteak truck and get myself a, a steak and cheese. Uh, immediately like, go and grab these and march back home and we just scarf our sandwiches. Perks of living that close to the event that we get to, I could just, you know, go back and get more. But yeah, that was <laughs> just a funny thing. That, like, we never really ate. It just kind of hit us. There were a bunch of places that we wanted to go and just never did because they were towards the end of the list because we wanted to not fill up and we wanted like, oh yeah, we're going to do this and we're going to do this and made sure, and it was make sure the boys eat. So it was always prioritize, make sure the boys eat and have a good time and we're going to splurge and tutti fruity donuts and all, all that stuff. But yeah, we just kind of, and it's, you know, that parent thing, you, you think your kids first. But yeah, we just bonehead, like, never ate. And we had we had that realization while we were still there initially, we would have gone and grabbed stuff and taken it home like we did. But yeah, it just didn't occur to us until we got home. We were like, I'm kind of hungry. We never ate. <laughs> so that was fun. But that was, you know, we're already looking at next month. They already released the trucks for the list of trucks for next month and a bunch of our favorites. Unfortunately, my my Philly steak truck isn't going to be there. Another truck is going to be there. Maybe there'll be they'll be okay. I haven't tried that one. But we're already plotting and she's already putting together the list and the order and we're going to go here for this and we're going to go there for that. And our favorite fry bread truck is going to be there and our favorite lemonade truck is going to be there. The only trucks that are the same this time is there's a cheesecake truck and there's a donut truck. No, not the donut truck. The uh, the lemonade truck, the lemonade truck, and the cheesecake truck are the only ones that are coming back next month. So it's going to be a whole new experience with a whole new lineup of trucks that may or may not be talked about here next month. <laughs> it's the monthly food truck report on the Odd Dad Out podcast. Woo! <laughs> no, but there it was. It was a blast. We had a great time. It was the most fun and the the smoothest and the just overall the most enjoyable time we've had doing this so far. And I got to give it all, I give all the credit to my wife for the planning and the arrangement and the menu and the, we're going to get this and we're going to do this and we're going to spend this much. And we spent an ass load of money. I will say that it's expensive, but it's a splurge day and it's a once a month thing. We go out, we have fun as a family. We get out, we go do a thing. And it's it's just a fun thing. And we all get stuffed and have a great day. And the boys come home and knock the hell out. <laughs> Can't beat that. <laughs> they get to have fun and they go to sleep. <laughs> so if you have that, if you have the opportunity, you should check that out. Look at 
and local food trucks in your area. See if they do like a food truck festival type thing around you, because it's it's a fun thing. I I always was kind of iffy about food trucks before, but having the experiences we've had here, I'm I'm down for the food truck game. I'm down for doing this every month because it's fun and we get to try out new foods and new places. It's a it's a fun experience. So. All that being said, we got stuffed. We had a great time. Bug cried over a bot getting whooped. (laughs) But I'm going to take a break, play some promos, and I'll be right back with the Jackass of the Week. Hey, my name's Paul, and I'm not an animal expert. I'm Donna, and I'm not an animal expert either. And together we do a podcast about animals called Varmints. Every week we pick an animal, do a bunch of research on it, and bring you some interesting facts about that animal. But we don't stop there. We talk about that animal in movies, TV, and other pop culture. And we talk about whether or not that animal would make a tasty dish, and how intelligent we think it is on the scale of 1 to 10. It's exactly like one of those fancy PBS nature documentaries. Except with more poo jokes. New episodes go live every Thursday wherever you find your favorite podcasts. Or you can visit us at BlazingCaribouStudios.com. <laughs> Varmints! Varmints! <laughs> Do you like podcasts? Do you like listening to podcasts? Do you have ears? Do you like Justin and Chrissy? The That's our names. I know. We have a podcast. It's called So I Married a Movie Geek. Check out this clip where we talk Star Wars sex. This is, I don't know how to explain this articulately, but the, what quote unquote gives me lady boners as far as this goes is not a person and not like, especially not like a guy where, you know, like hair support or, or Luke or, you know, even if I swung the other way and said, Ooh, Leia. Hey, what do you want? Ewoks like stacked on top of each other. <laughs> I mean, little double Ewoks. If I if if I were gonna go that route, I would just go for Chewbacca. Like, why do I need two stacked on top of each other? When I can have Chewbacca. So you like movies? Do you like good times? Check us out. We're so I married a movie geek at Movie Geekcast on Twitter. We're on Facebook, iTunes, Podbean, Google Play, Stitcher, all those other things. We'll see you at the movies. Bride freaks out because friends won't pay $3,000 for destination wedding. Oh, man. (laughs) Sometimes, man. Uh, Recently, a woman went on a Facebook tirade after her friends refused to spend $3,000 each to attend her destination wedding in Thailand. After only nine people RSVP'd to the wedding, she agreed to move the wedding to Hawaii for only $2,000 a person. After that move, only seven people RSVP'd, resulting in her aforementioned rant. Besides her complaints about the paltry attendance, she also griped about the fact that only the cheapest items had been purchased on their gift registry. <laughs> but our, our lovable... Bridezilla actually gave her friends a three-day ultimatum uh, to respond to the invites or she would delete them from Facebook. (laughs) 
Quote, I'm tempted to just elope and not let any of you be a part of our happiest day. This is it, guys. You have three days to respond to our evites, or we're deleting you off Facebook, and good luck keeping up with our lives then. And don't get me started on the registry. Only the cheap stuff is gone. I swear, I thought I had better friends. Bitch. Shit's expensive. You're asking all of your friends to spend multiple thousands of dollars to go to your wedding. Why? Why do you have to have all of these people fly to Thailand to be at your wedding? And buy you expensive ass shit, apparently. No. Don't be so damn bitchy. Don't be so greedy. It, it's the wedding day. I understand. Yes, you want to have a big flashy wedding and you want to go have a big wedding in Thailand or you want to have a big wedding in Hawaii. You can do that without having all of your friends show up. You don't do the big destination wedding and have 150 guests. You do 150 guests for the local wedding. Maybe you have the big destination wedding and maybe you just fly your parents out there. And maybe you're like absolute best, best friends. Maybe those people go. You don't have a destination wedding where the, each guest has to p- throw down several thousand dollars to attend. And you want them to buy the expensive gift registry shit. But then like, no, you, you do that for the big flashy people and for the big event. Fine. And then you have a small ceremony at home or you just have a big party at home. And I think I've mentioned before my wedding. My wife and I went down to the courthouse and eloped, and then we just had a big party at our apartment. That was it. We literally, it was, all right, go down to the courthouse in the morning, get some pictures taken, and then barbecue, let's go. Bring the brisket, bring the, you know, meatballs, let's go barbecue, party, that was it. Just a big party at our apartment. This lady needs to understand that even if your friends have the money, maybe people don't want to spend all their money on you. And you're kind of a psycho bitch for saying you're going to unfriend people just because they're not going to spend money on your wedding. So, you know, bye, I guess. International Podcast Day is September 30th, and you can help spread the word. You may be asking, what can I do to get involved? It's pretty simple. Head over to internationalpodcastday.com and check the suggestions. Then use hashtag internationalpodcastday to join the conversation. You can reach out and connect with other podcasters, listeners, and your favorite podcast hosts. Remember September 30th, International Podcast Day, a day-long celebration of the power of podcasts. So, like you said, International Podcast Day is coming up, and that is actually this Sunday. Or Saturday, depending on what part of the world you are in. And because it is International Podcast Day, once again, they are doing a all day, and I don't say 24 hours because it's more like 30-ish hours, an all day series of streams at internationalpodcastday.com. And I believe there is also a YouTube channel for it. Don't quote me on that. Uh, of live streams from podcasters all around the world, starting way over in Australia and New Zealand with, guess who? Heather Welch from Sunshine and Power Cuts. 
has been invited on as a speaker this year. So that's really awesome. Along with so many other uh, great podcasters and industry people throughout the basically two days of streams and events, including the uh, People's Choice Podcast Awards will be held during this time. And just there's just it's just so much craziness. So you should check it out. It's it's just this, you know, I talk about how the Sunshine Summit is bringing people together. This is that same thing on a much larger scale. It is an entire day of live streams and interviews and sessions with people talking podcasting and the impact of podcasting around the world and the connections and the the whole ecosphere on a much bigger scale. So check it out. It's just going to be a fun time. I'm going to be cutting in and out here and there. And I'm going to try and don't, again, don't quote me on this. I'm going to try once again to do a live stream this year. I may even pop up on Facebook Live this year. I don't know. I've got to figure it out. I've always done, for the past few years, done a special live episode during International Podcast Day. This year, I think I'll actually have a plan because I'll be able to talk about some of the international connections I've made, like Heather from Sunshine and Power Cuts and and Gareth from Gareth's Random Ramblings and things and others like that. No, they're not all in the Aust- Australia, New Zealand area, but there's a lot. Australians are very active in the podcasting world. What can I say? But I'm going to try to do that again. Don't don't quote me on that. I'm going to I'm going to try it. Sunday is still a busy kind of day, but I'm going to try and pull that off on Sunday the 30th for International Podcast Day. So if you want to check that out, follow me on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram and all of the places to get notified if and or when I go live on International Podcast Day. But that is going to be it for me for this week. Thank you so much for tuning in and putting up with my weirdness and rambling. <laughs> it's I, I just, I love doing this. I love coming on here and, and sharing my world and my brain with you. Remember, you can re- always catch me on the Facebook and the Instagram and and the Twitter at Odd Dad Out. Check out the Twisted World of the Odd Dad Out Facebook group. I don't know. I just needed a cool name. <laughs> if you want to support the show in any way, go to odddadoutpodcast.com. Right there, you could buy t-shirts, coffee mugs. I think there's some notebooks in there and tote bags and hoodies and all those sun fun sorts of things it's getting to be hoodie weather in some parts of the world you should really you know consider that (laughs) or join patreon get it you know whatever you feel like doing however you feel like being awesome and supporting the show i greatly appreciate it because you're awesome because you've listened to this far (laughs) but again thank you so much for listening i 
maybe we'll see. Maybe you will see me on Sunday for International Podcast Day if I can uh, get some time to do that. And I'm not too busy with house chores because, you know, the life of a dad. But until then, I'm still Adam Higgins, the odd dad out. Thank you and good night. <laughs>